Hello everybody, welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing well and that you're all having a great day. And without further ado, let's jump right into it. At the moment, it says Bitcoin price analysis, Bitcoin turns green above 42 thousand us dollars it says bitcoin's price now has support above forty thousand, as data shows bitcoin redistribution event we are at a very interesting time right now in the crypto currency market i'm going to tell you exactly how it works this is how it works for all markets all of them it's always exactly the same rich people typically have enough money to be able to move a market we all know that that's just kind of how it goes. What happens is, and I've mentioned this many other times before, especially when prices were even lower or even other years where we saw cryptocurrency prices and people were saying, why is it that we keep getting news that rich people are buying up tons of cryptocurrencies, even if prices aren't moving? There are a lot of analytics companies, especially in the cryptocurrency space. We usually hear about Glassnode and, uh, and analytics, whatever other... <clears throat> company. And the news that we consistently get in data from them is that while prices are down, they continue to buy tons of cryptocurrencies, even when prices are up. But that's kind of another story. The idea is, while prices are as low as possible, you kind of make sure that people almost forget about the market, get annoyed with the market, the market's not moving, I don't understand, people begin to capitulate, they start selling, they see that the market to them is going nowhere. And therefore, they, they, they begin to rapidly sell off their coins while in the background, rich people are buying. One of the other, the point two of this is that eventually at some point, rich people kind of let the price go and they allow the price to move back up as high as that, you know, it can possibly go, whatever, what have you. We were at $3,000 Bitcoin. We hit $70,000 Bitcoin. It was like 69,000 something or other, but let's say 70,000 for the sake of making it a lot easier. Over the course of Bitcoin's price going up from 30, 40 and $50,000, a lot of people who previously before had sold their Bitcoin at a loss begin to re-enter into the market and they go, "Now's the time. I'm going to finally start making huge amounts of money." But they have a, they aren't as aware of where the market is going to go or how high the market is going to go. So they simply start dumping tons of money into the market and these are actually the people who actually get us to the 60 and 65,000 and $70,000 Bitcoin. At a certain point, only so much money can be pushed into the market. Rich people realize that they're not going to buy because they realize that the market is too overheated and the market begins to fall. A lot of the people who get into the market or new to the market, relatively new, what have you, begin to go, okay, well, I'm going to hold on to my coins until the prices move back up. Prices hit 60000 55000 40000 and then down to 20 something or other thousand that we saw just a couple of months ago. And a lot of these people, once again, capitulate and leave the market. They, they say it's a fraud. They say it's a farce. I can't believe I put my money back into this market. I thought I was going to make tons of money. And at the same exact time when the market is falling, we continue to get news that tons of rich people in the background and also long-term holders are still buying up tons of Bitcoin. And we see the amount of Bitcoin on cryptocurrency exchanges decreasing. And also the amount of Bitcoin that these wallets, older wallets, are holding continues to increase. This happens for everything. This happens for stocks, bonds, mutual funds, you name it, gold, silver, every single thing that has value. This happens over. It's just a simple market cycle. Remember years ago when we were talking about the actual uh, shaking of the trees? This was more of a, a common phrase back then, like uh, shaking the tree of the old uh, leaves that are on top of it are simply that you don't want to be on, on the tree anymore. So all the apples kind of fall. But now it's called being a, a paper hands or a diamond hands, which doesn't really Sure, why not? I hate those terms. I don't know how they even got started. The entire point is 
a lot of the people who who are in the cryptocurrency market who would consider people who sold off to be paper hands, it appears that there's no more paper left to fall. That's kind of the coolest way of saying it. Uh, All the charts are showing that a lot of the people who got into the market as it was pumping up, we can tell when these new addresses were created, how much Bitcoin they had, how much they paid for said Bitcoin, when the price went up, and exactly when they made a loss, how much Bitcoin that they actually sold for again. And we know that they're in a loss, and these new wallets have not reactivated or simply have not bought any more Bitcoin because they're not paying attention either to the news or simply to the fact that all the rich people on the planet are still buying more Bitcoin. Usually... What happens is the third part of the market cycle, to simplify it once again, is once the rich people have realized that they are in complete possession of all the Bitcoin, and that even when you look at the older wallets, the usual year time frame is when you look at two years plus. If there's a wallet before that was buying up tons of Bitcoin, or that has Bitcoin now, that even when prices fell down to 3000 still did not capitulate and sell and panic and get out and leave the market... <clears throat> It is assumed that that this wallet is never going to sell until prices hit, you know, as high as they are going to go. However, the small fries in the market as of right now are just about gone. They're not there in the market anymore. And this usually the next step, part four, is usually a rally in the market once rich people realize that they are in complete control of the market once again. Kind of fascinating. Uh, it's and I once again, I try to be as honest as possible with all of you on this channel, but it's just how it actually works. When I tell you years ago before, and even sometimes I sprinkle it in now, where I tell you that rich people really control everything, and they're making sure that they buy and hold forever all the Bitcoin that's actually out there. There will be almost no Bitcoin for normal people in the next couple of years. We already see this right now. I mentioned that a thousand other times before. How many people do you know right now can buy an entire Bitcoin? What about a tenth of a Bitcoin at $4,300? Not many, right? How many people remember that survey that came out a couple of years ago where they were asking people in the States, uh, if you had to right now, could you come up with $400 for an emergency? And I think more than 60% of them said no. So nonetheless, you know, they can't come up with $1,000. How many people do you know are buying one one hundredth of a Bitcoin right now at $430? Not many. So, yeah, as it stands right now, this isn't, I mean, I guess price news in particular. There was not really much price news. We'll go over that in a little bit as well. It was more of a, a capitulation news kind of thing. It says most Bitcoin investors who bought at all-time highs have sold, this was said in a report. Bitcoin reached nearly 69000 in November. New data shows that most who bought at the top have since sold, as a lot of these people have entered into the market. And this happens over and over. This, and this will happen again. It's just how markets are. Prices will move back up, and a lot of new people will get into the market. People who haven't paid attention to the market in one, two, three, four plus years, they'll find it as a brand new way for them to make very quick, very fast money. They've heard from other people. They've read the articles that these other people have become crypto millionaires and even a sprinkle of a few crypto billionaires. If you've been in this market for a while, you know that it's not that easy. However, when these people read these articles or they get screenshots or notifications from their other friends, hey, these people are becoming super rich. They throw money into the market not really understanding that prices may 10x or 15x. So if you've been in the market already, you're gonna make very big gains. Most people throw in $1,000 into the market expecting that they're going to make 
a million dollars. They maybe end up with twelve, thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars, and then they kind of go, "Well, where's where's the rest of my money?" The market begins to go back down. These people capitulate, leave the market, and the cycle continues over and over and over. So. As we were talking about a couple of days ago when we were saying a lot of analysts were not even predicting. They were saying the, sh- the the charts look like they're going to be doing something absolutely major. Two days ago was also when we started pumping up in price. The markets are still in green. They're, they're a bit lull sideways up as we do this video. But behind the scenes, people are still buying and there's not a lot of circulating supply and this was the only other altcoin that was actually in the price news. It says Cardano price analysis, Cardano price heads up to 97 cents as bullish trends lead the market. Sure, why not? Yeah, that's basically all the price news. Uh, it, it was really odd because I expected a little bit more, especially from other altcoins. If some altcoins are doing particularly well as Bitcoin is only up by around 2 or 3% at the time of this making this video. Uh, but that was about it for price news. So yeah. Let's move on. Next up in, this is now person number 47. American multinational hedge fund and financial services company Citadel is poised to enter the cryptocurrency markets this year. Speaking on Bloomberg Wealth with David Rubenstein, Citadel founder Ken Griffin commented on the current state of the markets in light of recent events, stating that they are at a very volatile inflection point. When the interview turned to digital assets, Griffin, who has previously warned the younger generation away from them, mm -hmm, and said there is no need for cryptocurrencies, revealed that the firm would be engaging in crypto asset markets this year. Year. Pay attention to the time frame and the date. He said it's fair to assume that over the months to come, you will see us engage in making markets in cryptocurrencies. It's quite the fundamental turnaround. No, it's not. From November 2017, when Griffin said, Bitcoin right now has many of the elements of the tulip bulb mania we saw back hundreds of years ago in Holland. Once again, first point, uh, what is the time frame? Remember, every single rich person, every hedge fund manager, every, every banking manager, everyone from Bloomberg, all these other places, they all talked crap about Bitcoin in 2017. Isn't it weird that every single one of them is now into cryptocurrencies or simply stating, well, maybe maybe I was incorrect and we've been buying for the last five years, but it, you know, I'm telling people that I've just entered into the market right now. For those of you who were not here years ago, one of the most annoying parts of the cryptocurrency market was that all these bankers, all these institutions kept on saying that uh, Bitcoin was similar to the uh, tulip mania that took place in Holland many, many hundreds of years ago. I was discussing with a friend and I and I held back from, I, I, I won't say, I, I had very strong words. Um, the point is, I was talking with this friend about investing in cryptocurrencies, not even trying to get him to do it. It was more of a you know, financial discussion. And he was like, but aren't those like tulips? And I was like, tell me exactly how Bitcoin is like a tulip. And he was like, well, it's it's tulip mania. Tell me what tulip mania is. It happened year, years ago when people were buying tulips. Why were they buying tulips? 
Most people couldn't even tell me what tulip mania was. They were simply regurgitating what they heard on the news, which was very frustrating. For those of you who do not know, hundreds of years ago, the idea was that in Holland, people were buying up flowers. They thought they were very beautiful. Then eventually, some of these flowers became quite rare, and they started pricing them... In the same exact ways that they were that they were priced gold, silver, and a lot of them ended up being more expensive than homes. And the and if you even look deeper and further into it, if, if you do like the price equivalent, many of these things weren't selling for the equivalent of millions of dollars. It was simply that there is a home across the street that you could buy for one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. That's kind of the general price where it was. <clears throat> However, when you have this this discussion with people as to why Bitcoin is not like a fl- like a flower bulb it's because it's a currency it can be used by anyone at any time around the world it is immutable uncensorable to a degree and it's simply if uh, there's a difference between me trying to send a flower bulb from Canada to Tokyo as opposed to me sending you bitcoin in a couple of seconds from my computer for a fee what have you it, 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 it's 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 been years now. You can tell my light frustration. It's been years now that this stupidity has been going on. And I think the really the, the the most annoying part for me is that these people told hundreds of millions of other people not to get into this market when tons of people if they had entered the cryptocurrency market, these people wouldn't and I, and I won't even say the word rich. They would be well off. Tons of people, especially those who have been affected over the last 2 years, would have found ways to easily make six figures over the course of a four-year period. But once again, because of these people, other people did not enter into the cryptocurrency market. He said at the time when Bitcoin was trading around 10,000, he added, these bubbles tend to end in tears, and I worry about how this bubble might end. During the Bloomberg Wealth interview, Griffin acknowledged that he was wrong to have been in the naysayer camp He said crypto has been one of the greatest stories in finance over the course of the last 15 years. He said, and I'll be clear, I've been in the naysayer camp over the period of time, but the crypto market has a market cap of $2 trillion in round numbers, which tells you I haven't been right on this call. I'm certain this man has been in the cryptocurrency market for the last couple of years because it's happened over and over. And once again, the only two people who still are not in the cryptocurrency space are Munger and 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 Buffett, and I assume that's because they're ninety something years old. That's also not a joke. Like I simply just assume that they don't have the energy in them to even think about trying to get into the cryptocurrency market. But even then, we've heard that they're investing also in banks who are also into crypto as well. So anyway, uh, this was quite popular news, as one would expect it to be, because you know these people, you know simply have an epiphany one day and they go, wow, cryptocurrencies are great. Not that they've been buying up all the Bitcoin in the world for the last couple of years. Kind of a, I guess you could say it annoys me because it keeps happening over and over and it's always the same. It happens for every single market. Think of how many friends you have who did not get into crypto because they heard about tulips. They heard about rat poison squared. They were told years ago to worship and admire Warren Buffett. And then he spoke negatively about cryptocurrencies. They didn't get into it. Anyway, that's the um, another rich person has been into cryptocurrencies for five years. I I assume he has been accumulating tons of crypto and is now telling everyone else to get into the market news. Alrighty. Let's move on. 
Also in the news, that's not really news. The Chicago Mercantile Exchange, or the CME, has announced a new crypto exchange-traded product that will launch later on this month. In an announcement on the 1st of March, the CME Group outlined plans to launch out options on its micro-Bitcoin and micro-Ethereum futures on the 28th of March. The new products will offer a tenth of the exposure to the underlying asset, opening the investment product up to a wider market, which includes individual traders. The announcement added that these new options will complement the existing Bitcoin options contracts launched in 2020, sized at five Bitcoin a piece. Can anyone out there actually uh, remember why? Or No, no. I'll give it to you this way. Why do you think they're launching micro and... Bitcoin and Ethereum futures onto the market. I'll give you a couple seconds. Dude, I was going to do the 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 uh, the, the Jeopardy music. Uh, okay, a couple seconds over. So if you remember in 2018 and 2019, the idea of Bitcoin futures was like, wow, Bitcoin futures, those are absolutely amazing. And then back to got into the space, back to being the New York Stock Exchange. But then we saw a massive decrease in the amount of interest in these markets. One being that they were only offering these products to institutional investors. You know, who has five Bitcoin worth of money to be able to throw around into any for one contract? Think about it that way. The second part was is that nobody was actually trading any of these contracts. We saw the actual charts continuously fall down because a lot of, I, sh- I assume, institutional investors realized if Bitcoin does go somewhere, I should simply be holding Bitcoin. I would think about trading Bitcoin futures. However, Grayscale has a fund where I can also get access to Bitcoin as well and still make money on the side, you know, what have you. So when rich people don't want it and normal people don't have access to it, you simply start offering micro Bitcoin and Ethereum futures to say, hey, now it's open to individual traders. Everyone can do it. You remember the product that even rich people didn't want? Now you have the option to be able to get into this market as well. I assume this will not really work. I think hope people are wising up to the fact that these are futures and you are paid out in an inflating US dollar, which no one's going to want in a couple of years. Let's be completely honest with ourselves here. Um, Yeah. So this was actually quite popular news today. I think anytime that anything with futures and Bitcoin and Ether in its name, as it sounds, not joking, similar to a lot of people to the equivalent of a Bitcoin and or Ether ETF, as the, those are never going to happen in the United States at this point. Um, so I think it you know, stirs up a little bit of interest, but rich people don't want these either. So yeah, they're launching micro futures. Um, no one's going to touch them. We're going to, and, I, and, I, and I'm telling you, the next time that we get news of exactly how much transactional volume that the futures have, I will show you so that you can see exactly how bad that it really is because no one wants them. Anyway, that's the um, CME is going to be launching micro Bitcoin and Ethereum futures to everyone because they should have done that before, but you keep pushing people out of the market who you should have been welcoming into the market and now they don't want your crappy products either. Anyway, that's the CME news and yeah. Let's move on. Also in the news, this was written as like a a price thing, but it has a lot of news as about uh, Cardano's upgrades, which I thought was a little w- weird because it was 
titled as, you know, Cardano's price has moved up by 12%. Whatever. Per a recent update from Input Input Output on, wow, Hong Kong, the company behind Cardano, the network recently saw the implementation of the first of three major updates. IOHK claims the core network was upgraded and was introduced to powerful improvements and enhancement. The company has been preparing to introduce these changes on the network, according to Tim Harrison, marketing and communications director at IOHK. After the successful implementation of the smart contracts capabilities, he said this February release is part of a broader plan of core Cardano optimizations and enhancements being delivered in 2022. These include key elements of our scaling plan, like pipelining significant performance implement to Plutus, Hydra, and input endorsers. Additionally, the company confirmed the deployment of complementary products and architecture, such as the Light Wallet and the UTXO on-disk storage, a DAP store, and a certification program. IOHK also claimed that they will release new APIs and development tools, side chains, and a fast synchronization solution. See why it's a little weird that the article was titled Cardano's price moves up by 12%. But it's riddled with information about actual upgrades and updates. In order to meet the optimization and scalability goals, Cardano will see parameter adjustments across the year. The company claims these changes will be implemented steadily to guarantee the safety of the users, they said. While you can still expect high network load at times around highly anticipated launches and NFTs and token drops, through methodical adjustments, you'll steadily see headroom expand as the ecosystem grows, all the while maintaining the robustness and security of the network. I feel like this should have not not more popular, but no one's talking about this. So whoever wrote this article, tip my hat to you. Good job for finding out this information. Uh, we used to get a lot more Cardano news a while ago, um, and even more so. I don't see a lot of, um, and I know someone's going to start that year. I, I can feel that you're ready to type. I never see a lot of or any more um, Solana, Polkadot, or Chainlink news. A lot of it simply revolves around the same altcoins um, kind of over and over and over. Sometimes we'll get like Solana news, like Solana's moving up by five and a half dollars. But anyway, the point is, yeah, that's the Cardano news. Um, Let's hope that they actually implement these upgrades this year because Cardano has had an issue before. They say 2018, but they mean 2021. They say 2021. Do they mean 2024? We'll find out eventually. Yeah. Let's move on. And to finish things off, one of the United Arab Emirates' leading real estate property developers... I don't know if it's Damac Properties or D-A-M-A-C Properties, is planning to launch a project in the metaverse soon. According to Ali Sajwani, the managing director of the real estate development Damac Properties, his company is planning to start a project in the metaverse sometime in March. The project, if launched, will be a first for the London Stock Exchange listed property developer, Sajwani's confirmation of the company's planned foray into the metaverse came a few weeks after an online poll he conducted suggested real estate is likely to be the first sector to adopt NFTs. In addition, the revelation came shortly after Sajwani himself was said to purchase a plot in the sandbox metaverse. So this was also quite popular. I think it's getting a little bit out of hand. I don't if, if they're the leading property developers, I assume they have money to 
to burn, as the saying goes. Um, but everyone's getting into the 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 metaverse, and I and I fear that they're simply going to be like building buildings in the metaverse that they have already built in the real world, and then selling out those properties as well. This goes back to my discussion of um, I would love to see like some floating houses or something in a metaverse or maybe like a gigantic like five-story home that's just resting on toothpicks because you know there's no real weight in the metaverse so uh look forward to the next news of who else is getting into the metaverse everyone's there at this point i think i think i'm the last person who hasn't uh put on a headset to go walk around in one of these places there's a YouTube video. I don't know this guy at all. If you have a chance to go watch it, it's really funny. Uh, this guy, he, I think he spent like 100 days inside of the metaverse. It has like millions of views. You should be able to find it. And it was actually quite hilarious. Like all the things he was looking at, all the people he was talking to, and uh, all the glitches they have, and people like talking to him and kind of just like freezing. And he realized that they had signed off and their avatar just didn't move for, for days. Anyway, um, that's the getting into the metaverse property development uh, who else just got into the metaverse? It was it was some other major like car company or something like that, and I'm like, is it a flying car, or is it still going to run by the normal rules of uh, reality? Anyway, on top of that, um, bit of a short video, if you will. Nearly every every other news story was dealing with the current situation that's happening in the world. Um, Banks leaving the European markets. I, I wonder why. Uh, Elon Musk sending satellites to places who may not have steady internet right now. Apparently, talks are going to be resuming. Okay. And um, Binance, apparently, every single cryptocurrency exchange was told uh, to stop transactions to a certain place um, around the world. I think two of the other ones said no and or wait, and Binance said yes, because once again, we have regulators, and regulators want a certain thing, so yeah, the, this was basically the main news today floating around, and all the other rich people, of course, still buying of cryptocurrencies, but yeah, just thought I'd throw it on the screen, so at least you can see some of the other news that's also taking place. As always, a very special thank you to my Patreon supporters. GBU Wally, formerly known as Professor Wally, Darren Davis, How's Life Austin, Jamie Saad, Blockchain Simplified, and let's move on. Chris, Hakeem Wilkins, Empire Queen. Yeah, I was right. Empire Queen. There we go. Stake it with Valor, Fodweiser, Mortified, Roman, Geba, Bitcoin, Ben Arachno, Dave, Tony, Ambroski, The Dealers, Din, Red Plum, Tomato, Umnu, Wishniki, The Letter M, Not Brain, Captain Something in the Z-Way Lay. Crypto Black Sheep, AJ Cut 5, Speedy 655, and Carlos Who's Like, Mobarazzi, Jojo, Shasho, VB Nerd 21, Miguel, Grolet, Lauren, Silver, Quarter Bitty, Bare Bones, Mining, Troy, All Goods, Space Case, there we go. Need a Miracle, Patronaster, Conan, Oski, Leg Day, Snacky, Chan, Tolip, Banana, Spicious, Agile, and Blanc, Chain of Our Williams, David James, Estilla, The Han, Yasha, Harari, Utopia 569, Moonman, High, XRP, Martin, Storian, Osoroma, John Sarsen, the Animal Reader, Bilbia, Fieldbit, Phobia, Todd Mullis, Adam Grasick, Moha Maroni, Massive Adventures in Thailand, Jarish, China, Wise Night, Owl, 242 to the World Bank, World Network, Crypto Artist, Cold U3D, Damien, Setsuna, Rich, Rich, the Third of Landy, Impaler, Paxis, Nick Manj, Yalavori, Jim Garner, Jamie Fox, Minting Coins, Miller, Hitch, Chester, Dan, Kalsky, Blade Day. Yes to crypto. Buddy McButtface, Any Sign Finance, Mark's Corner Staff, Bake Me a Cake, Tigger and Macho Nisa, On Crypto with Lionel, Crayola, Michelle, U R L and Bolero Bastos. Thank you all very, very much for your continued support. 
Thank you to everyone out there who has left a like, has commented, or has subscribed. At the moment, Bitcoin is at 44,000. It is up by 2.3%. There was a very weird movement spike right here. Prices fell back down. And currently, the market is in the green. There is nothing stopping us from hitting $50,000. Absolutely nothing at all. Ethereum is currently over $3,000. It is up by 4%. Binance Coin is up by 2 Luna is up by 5 Solana is up by 9 percentile points. Kronos is up by 3.5. Polygon is up by 4. Near Protocol is up by 8. Chainlink is up by 4 as well. Phantom is up by 12. Anything else crazy? Sandbox is up by 5. To be expected, Axie Infinity is up by 4. Monero is up by 3. And that's a boot it. I do hope that you've all enjoyed. I do hope that you all are having a great day, a great morning, a great afternoon, a great evening, wherever you are, wherever you might be. I do hope that it is absolutely fantastic. Thank you all once again for watching and or listening, and I will most certainly be talking to you all soon. See you.